0: Live from the Villarain neighborhood
1: in Montreal, it's CHARACTERS!
0: With your host in his pajamas, Ian Astorquiza.
1: Hello! Hi! How's it going, dear audience? How are you coping at home with quarantine? Um, well, let me introduce myself. I'm Ian Astrakiza. If you're listening to me from Montreal, then you probably know me as an improviser uh, who has done uh, numerous scenes and sets of variable quality. Um <laughs> If you, if you know me from Brazil or from Europe or if we met somewhere else, uh, Toronto, how's it going? How are you? Uh, we certainly haven't spoken in a while. I hope you're well and, uh, you know, write me a letter. Let, let's, let's keep in touch. Uh, tell me how you're dealing with the situation as best as you can because that's a conversation I think we should all have with our loved ones uh, near or far. Um, but what is this? What is this show that you are listening to now, this podcast that you have in your ear holes? Um, well, it's called Characters. I was so... I created... I'm producing it, rather. Um, I was so impressed how so quickly we already had shows uh, on Instagram. James is doing his At Home with James uh, Jason Grimmer, his Good Morning Grimmer Town. Kate Bradley doing her show, which I don't know what the name is, but I saw a little bit of it the other day. Um, Kate Bradley, hey, if you're if you're listening to me from Europe or from Brazil, Kate Bradley is uh, killing it. Um, you should give her a. F- I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Uh, yes, back to this show, Characters. Again, impressed by all the stuff that's going on right now, I endeavored to produce my own show. Now, uh, I feel like my improv muscles are a little slow, so I, de- I didn't want to be in front of the camera, so to speak. Uh, I decided to make a podcast. I asked people in the community... Uh, Audience members especially, who have paid money to see so many shows over the past number of years, if they would like to produce podcasts detailing their personal experiences at home under quarantine, interviewing their favorite improvisers in Montreal. So that's what this is. Uh, These improvisers will be doing characters. They sometimes may not be doing characters. That's kind of up to them. Uh, This show is part talk show and part improv fuck-up. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I um, received a number of emails of 20, 30, something like that, 30 different podcasts from the past couple of days. People in the community so bored that they have, and have the technology in their home to make podcasts these days, uh, from members of the community. And um, there was one man in particular who um, struck me as being very interesting. I was desperate to hear this podcast before he actually made it. Uh, He communicated with me. His name is Dr. Uh, Rémy Outré, and he is a plague doctor, which I didn't know was a thing that still existed. Uh, He goes into detail into what he does exactly with his medical practices, in the podcast, and how he is actually, at the moment, um, dealing with the virus uh, hand-to-hand. He has personal accounts of of his daily routine, uh, as well as uh, information... Well, he gets into it with the Ministry of Health. Let's just say that there are uh, a lot of people in the medical community who um, have a different, a, a dimmer view for uh, Plague Doctors in 2020. But uh, he communicated with me by correspondence, saying that he wanted to speak to the sickest improviser in Montreal. He said it kind of like that. And uh, the sickest improviser in Montreal, if a Plague Doctor asks you a question like that, all all arrows point to Eliezer Kramer. So I got them into, into contact, and what you're about to hear is a one-hour-ish podcast with a plague doctor in Montreal interviewing Eliezer Kramer. And they're talking about how they're dealing with the virus in quarantine. Um, There may be a guest that shows up later. I'll see if I keep that in. Um, Maybe I'll edit that out. Maybe I'll edit this out. But if there's one thing I can't edit out, it's you people. So sit back relax, and enjoy episode one of Characters. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Coping with COVID. I am your host, I am a Plague Doctor, Plague Doctor Outre, I'm uh, recording to you now, speaking to you live from right underneath the Highway 40, where I've got my little ramshackle ward set up, and uh, why am I talking to you, well, there's a couple of reasons why, a little information about myself first, I uh, practice medicine after hours. But uh, I'm doing my best to make sure that Montreal is a safer place for people like you and me because Montreal is a place that I really, really love. I've called my home over the past couple of years. I uh, took the call from uh, Mr. Ian Astor-Kiza to uh, submit a podcast. And well, there's a reason why I got really into improvisational comedy. The thing is, us medical professionals and the plague doctors, we're actually shunned. We're shunned from the Ministry of Health. Our medical procedures are considered archaic, medieval, uh, not uh, ill-suited to 2020 is what they said. They also feel like uh, my personality is perhaps a bit abrasive and uh, does not uh, suit the criteria promulgated by the Ministry of Health, whatever that means. But, um, you know, they're stand-ups. They're They're like stand-up comedians. And we plague doctors, we're the improvisers. And when I realized that, I started going to Montreal Improv. I started seeing some shows, and I saw one man in particular who was so in tune with the dark side. What do I mean by that? Well, as a plague doctor, I have performed surgeries and medical procedures on some of the most sick, deranged, demented people you can ever meet. And when I saw this man perform narrative scenes with uh, Nani Nani and uh, Lizard Business, I saw... A man who really, really understands the seedy underbelly of mankind. And this was a man that I wanted to communicate with because to be quite honest with you, this is exactly the kind of person who does not cope well under quarantine. Weird people get weirder when they're unshackled by society and morality. And I I just want to make sure he's doing okay, so if you'll join me in appreciation, we'd like to introduce to the podcast a Mr. Eliezer Kramer. Happy to be here. (laughs) Eliezer, I can tell by the tone of your voice, you are nothing but extremely excited and proud to be the first guest on this podcast, Characters.
2: Oh, well, you're a very perceptive doctor. Uh, i'm I'm thrilled.
1: Now, one thing I'm noticing straight off the bat is that I'm speaking to you and it really seems like you are in some sort of cavern. It is completely dark all around you. There's nearly no light. There's something reflecting off your sunglasses, but uh, are you okay? You need some sunlight.
2: I'm, I'm okay. I've bunkered down. Uh, I don't think you can be too safe in times like this. I don't know if the virus is spread um, by light as well as air, uh, so I've turned off all my lights and I'm I'm just uh, I'm just being safe as everyone should.
1: As everyone should. But let me let me just uh, make something clear. It's not only lights and air, Eliezer. You see, that's something that people don't understand about the plague doctor business. It's also spirits. Spirits. And that's one of the reasons why the Ministry of Health feels I am ill-suited to perform medicine, because it's something that people don't understand. Now, the spirits, you got to keep those away as well, those evil spirits. But how are you keeping yourself busy?
2: Well, if I'm perfectly honest, my life hasn't changed that much ever since uh, well shit started hitting the fan. I tend not to go out much anyways. I've just been working. I've been uh, I've been drinking more beer than usual and uh,
1: playing the piano. what What pieces have you been playing? Any particular symphonies? No, so no symphonies on the piano, doctor.
2: But uh, yeah, Any I've been particular playing uh, sonnets. Sonnets. Uh, so that's poetry, baby. But uh, now I've been playing uh else? Well, uh, sonata, uh, etude. Just trying to just
1: trying to cope with these hard times with the power of music. Okay, okay, Eliezer. Well, thank you for that. Now, there's something that I want to really make sure here because I'm someone who respects your work in improv, if you don't mind me saying. I feel you're a very, very talented man who already complimented you on your access to the dark side of mankind. And I want to ask you a question which I hope you take seriously. How are you coping mentally
2: well like i said this really isn't that different from different from my normal way of life i i'm i'm just a bit more bored but uh if anything it's been a productive time for me i've been doing getting a lot of work done i've been uh like i said playing a lot of piano but you know it's i feel like it's gonna start to take its toll um, in the next week or so, because I, I'm not the most active person as mm. it is, but I I feel like well I, I just feel like I uh, I need to start uh, to doing start start doing more, but uh, I I can't go out and or I shouldn't go out.
1: And um, so well, I guess time will tell. I, I don't know. You're dealing with it as best as you can. Now, one thing yeah. that I've noticed in your scene work, especially with uh, that lovely girl, Monica, I believe. This is not Monica Schneider. Monica Schneider. I saw a scene I remember a couple of weeks ago or months ago, perhaps. I was in the audience in the back watching you perform, seeing you grab Monica and touch Monica and, and I think maybe there was even a kiss at the end of that scene and it was all very physical and it was all very movement based and there was a lot of grabbing and, and touching and squeezing. And I simply wanted to know how does it feel to be in a squeezeless, touchless universe Us plague doctors, we understand that. Almost nobody wants to spend time with me. But you, Eliezer, you are a sex symbol.
2: Well, I do live with a woman. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, But uh, at this point, it hasn't become a squeezeless, touchless universe. But I'm guessing uh, within the next two to three weeks, all physical contact, uh, our relationship will be devoid of all physical contact. Uh, In fact, I think that's a dangerous thing about this virus is that it's going to really sort of expedite um, the um, loss of love in relations. I mean, as you know, um, relationships often lose their, their flavor after a number of years. Now, I'm fortunate enough um, to be in a situation where my relationship has, well, it's, all the taste is almost gone. You see, we've been together for 10, 10, 11 years. But think of the people, you know, that are that have just moved in together. Think of the people that have been together for three months. All of a sudden they're spending every moment of the day together. Mm. You know, this, this virus is truly going to test, uh, test the strength of the relationship. Also, I think it's going to result in a lot of pregnancies and a lot of unhappy couples because people, they'll, they'll be bored. Lots of people are going to get pregnant. Then I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to realize that they don't actually work for each other. So in the end, once this whole, uh, you know, virus, we get over it, we're going to be left with a lot of unhappy parents. What do you think about that, Doctor?
0: Hey, uh, Eliezer, what the hell, man? Get out of the bathroom.
2: I'm, uh, I'm working.
0: Yeah, you're always working, man. Like Ooh. we got to make this work, buddy.
2: What's uh, that, Eliezer? Uh, it's it's a friend of mine
0: it's, um, it's me man it's jason is this is this, who's in there? who's the talking in there?
2: nobody's in here
1: i'm online. well invite oh you're me. just talking to someone on okay come come invite in. him into the bathroom let's get in on this <sighs> yeah great coping with covid man what is up you on- this sucks dude
0: you called me told me to lend you that VHS, some VHS tapes, so you'd have something to watch. And now we're st- I'm stuck here with you and your relationship and trying to propagate a new... I don't know what you guys are doing, but I've seen a lot. Ah. We're
2: trying to rekindle our fire. I understand. Well, so <laughs> yeah, but man,
0: right. this is new rules, man. I'm a guest here, and I gotta... Oh.
2: Well, yeah, I think we should explain uh, for the doctor that Jason... Uh, found himself stuck here after letting me a VHS
0: um, VHS a few man like a lot
2: Oh a few well I'm sorry I thought I was I was planning I, I I thought that this would happen okay I wanted to be prepared I'm sorry I don't have Netflix or all these fancy things
0: why why do you like what's the tone you're using with Netflix man it's been helping a lot of people out.
2: Oh, uh, you know, if they really wanted to help people, then they wouldn't make it region locked or whatever. I want access to all the American uh, Netflix. What about the European Netflix? Why are are we dividing people based on Netflix in this time of crisis? Okay. VHS doesn't take sides.
0: I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to cope with the fact that this is my new world.
2: Oh, I'm sorry for letting you stay. I mean, you act like uh, you act like I'm doing you a disservice. You think I want you here?
0: No, I don't think you want me here. Uh, when I bought some eggs, all of a sudden they were all gone. I think you want me to leave, but I can't. I'm stuck here, man. I, I don't even have an Uber app anymore. I can't call oh. Uber.
2: You know, and I, I bought some electricity and it all went to heating your lazy ass. I'm sorry that you got some eggs and that I ate them. I was hungry. Uh, I'm sorry that you're it's using my It's just that I can't couch. go outside because people. Yeah, I, I know mean... you can't go outside, Jason. I didn't start the fucking virus. It's, uh, it's the situation. Deal with it. I Did get hungry. Making... Deal with
1: that too. What an interesting turn But you're not letting me use. All right. So I want. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait we a minute. We need to talk here. about
0: some of the things that are in this place. We need to talk about some of the things in this place that are mine. And yours. The baloney. The baloney's mine. Okay. Don't touch The baloney.
2: Eliezer, uh, why don't we have the doctor weigh in? I mean, if you have somebody staying in your place using your shampoo, your toilet paper, sleeping on your couch, should you be entitled to their baloney?
1: I understand where you're you're getting at here, Eliezer. Now, I must say, as a plague doctor, uh, very few people want to live with me. Very few people want to date me. So I don't tend to have these conflicts with other people. I would say in your situation Well, it looks like
0: you and Eliezer have a lot in common then.
1: Oh I mean what an ungrateful I mean. I thought you had a girlfriend though there, even though the, the, the fire was gone.
2: I may have exaggerated certain things.
1: Yeah, there's no girlfriend, man. Oh. it's Jason,
2: I
0: I've been a part of this facade now for a while where I have to pretend that they, like, oh, she just left the room. I'll walk in and be like, oh, who are you talking to? And he'll be like, oh, she went to her room. And I'll be like, who's she and where is she? And I've not seen her yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she's she's quick. She's nimble.
0: Yeah, and you just give me drawings that you've done of her. Like, I don't...
2: Eliezer. Look,
0: I'm sorry that I
2: can't bear the thought of, of just being, you know, alone with you in my apartment. Okay, I'm sorry that Maybe yeah. Maybe I do use my imagination. Maybe I think. Maybe I created uh, a girlfriend. But you know what? You've given me, you've given me a pretty good idea of what living with someone would be like, Jason. So trust me. There's no risk of me getting a girlfriend after this.
0: Oh man. How are we gonna get through this? Well. I mean, I sleep with a wrench because I'm afraid of what's gonna happen.
2: Well, you know what I don't get? If you, you're you going to the store to get eggs and bologna, why don't you just go home?
0: Because I can't get that far without people pointing at me like in a, a move like that in uh, invasion of the body snatchers movie where they just open their mouth wide and scream to point me out. I get called out every time I go outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so concerned about
2: what other people think. Maybe you should be less concerned about what I do, you know, with the food in my fridge. Hey, it's in my fridge. It's my food.
0: Let's let's talk about this for a second, man. Okay, let's talk about me for a second. All right, I'm stuck here with you. I want to go home. I actually have a family. It's not a drawing. It's not made up. And I want to go home, and I can't figure out why they're not working to try and get me home either. So I'm here now with you.
2: Maybe. It's and you don't let and here's
0: something too. You're not rewinding any of the movies you're watching, so I got to rewind the goddamn things.
2: Let me ask you something. If your if your daughter wants some baloney. In the fridge is she allowed to take it or does she have to go to the store and buy it herself maybe that's why
0: i think it's better to ask the question has my family chosen the baloney over me
1: no neither listen neither of you and now this is the plague doctor weighing in neither of you are seeing what's really important here and the fact sneeze guards absolutely but in lack of sneeze guards You also need to consider that this fighting that you're doing right now is bringing bad spirits. And bad spirits is what brings the miasma. And the miasma is what brings the sickness. If you keep fighting like this, you will get sick.
0: We just can't agree on one, anything, nothing.
2: I'm living with a bad
1: spirit. How do I get rid of it? That's what I'm here for Eliezer, I can come over to you can you, your can you give
2: me some uh, can you give me some pointers because you know it's kind of the reason why I agreed to do this show. I'm trying to get rid of this guy and uh, you know frankly plague doctor you you're not really helping me out here uh, all right I'm all right. actually living with a bad spirit and his name is Jason Grimmer I mean, uh, is, his last name says it all Grimmer. the guy's a I fucking Grimmer
0: last name man. I my- didn't think it would be a name that would bump people yeah. out during this time. Well
2: uh, maybe it's a it's sign a from above
0: born with it. a sign grimmer. from
2: above. you know it's not is it really that big of a coincidence that as soon as you enter my life so does the coronavirus?
0: Okay, now I understand why I keep hearing you talk on the phone saying things are getting grimmer.
1: <laughs> yeah And Kramer. Don't
0: use my name like that. I don't want it to become something that's connected to this friggin' virus, man.
1: Kramer is a name connected to a man with questionable thoughts and perspectives.
0: Yeah. How about that?
2: It's connected to a lot of people. It's a common name.
1: Yeah, but only... All right, Eliezer, you you asked me a fair enough question. How do I deal with an evil spirit that's dwelling with me? Now, I'm going to open a letter here. This is something my great-great-great-great-grandfather sent me. This is how we dealt with bad roommates during the bubonic plague. First of all, get a mask, Eliezer, like mine, like my plague. Oh, he has a mask. He has a mask? Oh, are you yeah. telling me he's not showing you his true self? He's wearing one of those... He's
0: been wearing it around, like, look at my mask. And it's just one of those cheap Halloween masks that kids buy.
1: Oh, it's better good. than nothing. It's better, it's than, better nothing. than nothing. Dip it in uh, herbs. Get some sense that you like, Eliezer. Do you like any specific smells? Do you like the smell of a Sharpie? The smell of solitude. Well... I would bathe that mask in solitude and just put it on your face. That way you're constantly surrounded by solitude everywhere around you. And that will help. That will help you mentally. So that's number one. Number two.
2: I'm kind of concerned about bathing my mask in solitude.
1: Eliezer, you need to, inv- you need to invest in a cane. What? A cane? What? Or some sort of grabber. You know, plague doctors, we had grabbers all the time. That way we didn't have to touch the baloney that was infected by evil spirits. You get a grabber to do it. You get a cane. You don't touch it's, it with your hands.
2: I don't mind taking it. My problem is if I take the baloney, the bad spirit's going to, you know, bark up my ass for the rest of the day.
0: I, I want to have care. a name.
2: G- okay. Grimmer. Jason. Jason. Oh.
0: No, I'm changing my last name. It's Happy Time now. From now on, I'm Jason Happy Time. Yeah, well,
2: great. Happy Time. You've just Doc, ruined the lives of you. children all over the world.
0: Doc, yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. For- Can I ask you a question? Doc? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I've been reading a lot of remedies, home remedies on the internet, and mm-hmm. I just wanted you to go through a couple of these ones and tell me if they're – They work or not. One Mm -hmm. I've been using, I feel has been very, I've been criticized for using is the method of cooking oil on your face because as the spray hits your face, it slides off because of the cooking oil. Mm -hmm. My complexion has taken a real hit uh, (laughs) because of this and Eliezer has now taken the decision to hoard the cooking oil so we're never going to know if it's going to work. Doc, do you think it will work?
1: What kind of oil? It's like vegetable oil. Oh. olive oil is a dead cert for working. Olive oil—if you can cook that and melt it on your face, you'll have yeah. a good time. Vegetable totally. oil, canola—it might—it might do in a pinch, and especially in a in a in a catastrophe like this, that might be the way to go. And I bet you're extra tasty.
0: I—I uh, can tell you what's happened. I've. Developed a gigantic boil on my cheek that has now pushed my eye up. My Doc, am yeah. I okay?
1: I think you will be okay. Uh... That laser
0: won't even look at me.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, if you would have agreed to be the one wearing the mask, this wouldn't have been a problem in the first place. I'm sorry I don't want to give up my oil for your face. I need it to cook. And yeah, I don't buy olive oil. Because uh, it burns, okay? And I like to cook my food on high to get rid of, mm-hmm. you know, any possible contamination. But instead, you know, I have to wear the mask because, uh, I don't know, because happy time over here is... Thank you. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah, No
1: problem, happy time. Eliezer, you need to give yourself diarrhea. What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, quit asking me to give it to you.
1: Back in the old days, we used to do bloodletting. We would remove all the blood to get out all the evil spirits. That Now we know that kills someone. So give yourself diarrhea. Shit out all the evil. Shit out the virus, Eliezer. And, and maybe you can do this yourself, Happy Time. You, take, you just give yourself diarrhea and defecate that boil straight out. Because that's an evil spirit. I'm trying anything. Isn't also- one of the...
0: The whole thing with, I did find out the whole thing where only breathe air from tires is bad advice.
1: Well, yes, because these tires have been driving around some virus.
0: But they contain air, so you can see where my thinking is. Like, oh, these are pockets of air that are accessible to me.
1: Mm. No, good pockets of air are those bubbles, the bubble wrap that you get from Amazon packaging. Oh, yeah. Just pierce a little hole there and take a hit of that
0: i just been eating them whole because my stomach will do the work for me.
1: You know,
2: don't act like you haven't had some of the bologna. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I took some. But don't act like you didn't eat half the package first.
0: I made a sandwich, a large, very large bologna sandwich. Yeah. And I was hoping to have another one today, but there's not very much left. I like three, four thick slices.
2: Look, I don't I just don't understand why. And
0: here you are, sitting on the toilet eating a left the rest of the sandwich you made earlier. Yeah, I'm hungry.
1: I'm hungry. I'm oh, hungry. Oh, if people could see you now, man. On the toilet you're hungry, Kramer.
2: Well, yeah, isn't it obvious? You know, it, it goes out, you know, it creates the need for more and then it's called being efficient. Yeah. You don't eat yeah. while going to the bathroom.
1: Maybe you're following rule three. Give yourself diarrhea. You know that you're getting isn't, a head you know, start Isn't on that there.
2: a symptom of the virus? I mean, I how am I? If I were to give myself that, how would I know that I don't actually have the virus?
1: Well, you, you cannot exhibit any of the other symptoms. If it's just a clean, straight diarrhea, you should be good. This is, this is so, part of the clean. So what should I do? Process. Should
2: I should I drink the oil that uh, Happy Time wants to put on his face?
1: Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah, absolutely. If you're still hoarding it. But remember, the number one thing that's going to make you both sick is fighting.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. It's been tough for me.
1: (sighs) Poor, poor guy. Maybe I'm going to ask Happy Time a question here. Happy Time. Sure, man. Do you believe in God? Do I believe in God? Yeah, do you make him happy? I mean, if you don't believe in
0: God at this point, I don't know what you believe in. I've, I've seen God in places that uh, I don't normally see God in. Such as? Like a, a bird on the window as you're preparing the oil mixture for your face. Just looking at you and saying, there is an outside, there is a world after this. I mean, that's God to me. Or like, just celebrities you like a lot.
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely. I believe in the devil.
0: Sorry?
2: I believe in the devil.
0: Then you believe in God too, my friend. His name starts with a G. Oh, not anymore, man. It's H. Grimmer. Happy time.
2: Grimmer.
1: Kramer, do you practice self-flagellation as a result of your belief in the devil? He has to. I'm not doing it for him. You know, this, I... is, this is something in the medieval times that people used to do in order to rid themselves of the evil spirits, make them cleanse themselves of any sickness. They would self-flagellate. They would remove these sins. Well, to be honest... uh
2: It's going to make me feel better than spending time with Happy Time over here. So maybe, maybe I'll uh, whip myself a little bit.
0: Just keep it quiet. I'm trying to, I'm trying to just sort of like create action figures, like my own action action. figures, the movies that didn't have action figures. That's how I'm spending my time.
1: Let me see. Can we see some of these? That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, this one is Oh, uh, this is my uh, Heath Ledger, and he ha- comes with a sleeping bag. It's the Brokeback Mountain series I'm making. Your family's so,
2: not going to take you back because you're making action figures, Jason. You, you just got to go there. You, you got to stop this crap about not being able to go there because people are going to point at you. I mean, Eliezer, what? I made
0: all my money in improv. What am I going to do now? All my money has gone. Improv. Yeah. And I so know. I have to create something. So I'm going to do Brokeback Mountain. Heath Ledger comes with a sleeping bag. And I'm building the Jack- Jake Gyllenhaal. Get on my GoFundMe.
1: Hey, uh, happy time. Is that uh, Richard Gere from Days of Heaven I see there?
0: Yeah, I did a whole series of... Uh, um,
1: uh, Terrence what's Malick
0: characters? Yeah, Terrence Malick films. So I've got... Yeah, this is like... Well, it's half his face... If you look at it closely, I'm refashioning the one I made of Tommy Lee Jones and the Fugitive, and then I'm just sort of refashioning the face to look more like Richard Gere. And so that's Days of Heaven. And then he has different suits, so if you want to do an American gigolo, you can do that as well. Oh,
1: well. That's very good. Well, actually, you know, I think you're coping very well. You're doing something creative and artistic that's certainly Thank going you. to bring something. Thank you. And Kramer? I'm going to give you one last thing that can help you. But in 2020, this may be difficult, because in the medieval times, you would find a scapegoat. There's a plague infesting your town. What's the source? Someone town idiot.: like. town idiot. The town idiot.. Uh. But now Eliezer, you're gonna to have to find your own scapegoat. You're gonna to have to find something or someone to blame. Yeah, and I, if it's tony, I've Indian, already you want found that
2: And He's he's sitting right in front of me. He doesn't want to give me any privacy in the bathroom. I mean, who does that? Who who crashes someone's place, refuses to leave, and doesn't even let them be in the bathroom alone?
0: This is the new world, man. This is my bathroom now. Oh, we are man. we are now a couple.
2: I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna replace your wife.
0: You're replacing everything for me. Improv, my wife? Everything.
2: Have you I don't want to.
0: What? I don't want to. Oh.
1: Neither did she. Um have you two been together amorously? No, no, not yet.
0: There have been what? hints. There are hints. I
2: mean, I hey, no. spent so much time with a person. Sometimes.
0: Are you referring to the tub thing? Because that was an emergency, not amorous.
2: I just, you know, sometimes I don't. I'm not able to distinguish distinguish my girlfriend from Jason, and oh, you can't separate reality from the imaginary, and.
0: I, don't know. I can. I, that that faculty has not been affected by me. You were in the tub. You were like, "Help me!" I went in to help you, and then I realized this helping thing I'm doing is taking far too long.
2: I couldn't. I had I to clean to get you
0: everywhere. I out of the tub. Okay.
1: Kramer, what? Why are you uh, filling up the tub with water?
2: I was just taking a bath.
1: Well,
0: here's a reminder. Baths are to get clean, not dirty.
2: I was, I was clean before you stuck your dirty hands in there. If you take a shower from time to time, you know.
0: I was doing the dishes, man. So hands should have been clean. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I filled the tub to wash dishes and then went in the other room to smoke a cigar, and when I came back, you were in the tub with the dishes. This isn't a practical joke, man. You're not good at practical jokes.
2: Uh, Well, uh, like I said, I believe in being efficient. Why not clean myself and the dishes at the same time? I eat and I go to the bathroom at the same time. I clean the dishes and myself at the same time. If you were going to clean the dishes, it's only fair that you help clean
1: me. Now, uh... I don't see what's so strange about this. Kramer, are you sure that you should be, uh... cleaning the, uh, toaster oven there that's plugged into the wall? Well, that was my suggestion. Is that something you should be doing? That looks kind of dangerous. And happy time, it also looks that knife that you're wielding with that apple... <laughs> look sharp hey if you can't eat and kill
0: you're not going to survive this thing
1: well Kramer has this been helpful in any way shape or form are you learning to cope with COVID in a better way
2: Uh, I gotta be honest with you doctor I'm a lot more upset than when I went on this show um now I'm not saying that that's your fault but this this whole debacle with happy time is really I don't know it's it's, it's made me sad
0: <sighs> Look, uh I'm going to take a bath man Together. Oh you are No no He stays on the toilet
2: That's that's progress he hasn't bathed since he got here
1: okay okay so you guys are getting more and more sanitary that's good to hear well
2: you know i'll go buy some bologna
0: can i have some
2: yeah you can have some
0: you know what man i don't mind rewinding those videotapes
2: oh maybe i'll rewind one from time to time too
0: That would be fantastic. How lovely. Because I've read the news, man, and I think we're in it for another five years. Doc, what do you
1: say? Five years minimum? Five years minimum if we don't allow plague doctors to do what they do. Get on the horn with the Ministry of Health. Allow plague doctors more and more access. We're the ones who perform medicine in all the wrong places of town. And um, listen, I really hope that everyone who's listening to this is alive and well, that you're not too sick. If you're having roommate issues, I hope this helped a little bit. Try to rid yourself of the evil spirits that are confronting you in this world. Get a mask, stuff it with herbs, invest in in protective equipment like a cane. Make God happy. And can I add to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: let's just have a party. Let's have some people over, man. I think we're all just going a little crazy.
1: How do you yeah. feel you feel you feel good about that, Kramer? Now you Maybe you, we can you, invite your family. I'll
0: Maybe, invite uh, them, but afraid I'm afraid really we're gonna probably just end up with a couple people like that will be hard to just talk to, like Dimitri Kirez or
2: No, I don't, want, invite I don't want to invite
0: him. Uh, people that we just, you know Won't be fun to hang out with for a long period of time.
2: Maybe we should put an ad out.
0: Do you want to do like a Facebook ad about like a an event, uh, a party we're gonna have? Our
2: place. You know because Uh, that's we're gonna die anyway, right? We're gonna set our place. Well, I guess I guess even if we got the virus, we probably wouldn't die. But people are gonna die. The more we talk about this, the more I just think it's a hoax. I know. Why? Why are they? You know what? I think of what this is doing for the environment. Imagine if this was all some conspiracy by the Green Party no. to keep oh us in.
0: my God! You are right. Yeah. Huh? I see it. Let's have a killer party, man. Yeah, it's let's like, do it.
2: Let's let's invite Plague Doctor. Why don't you come over? Bring some you of your come patients. Over,
0: buddy?
1: Well, my patients are very, 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 very sick. And as I mentioned to Invite you
0: earlier, them! <laughs> invite them!
1: They're exactly the kind of uh, seedy underbelly of people that, uh, well, maybe you would get along really well with, Kramer. And maybe you too, <laughs> happy time. I mean, isn't happiness the best remedy? That's lovely. And I think on that note, if you're listening to this... This was a lovely time. I hope this made you feel better. And uh, do you have any parting words, Kramer, or happy time?
0: Just like coming to our party, I guess. We'll put up a Facebook event, and we want everyone to come over, and we'll all discuss this hoax.
2: And, uh, you know, I think I am feeling a bit better now,
1: doctor. Thank you. Good. Just make sure you wash your hands after you flush.
0: Let's switch places, Eliezer, man. I'm, I'm ready to go out of the bath. You pop in, and All I'll right. just hit the toilet.
2: We are out of toilet paper, so.
0: That's okay. I got a sweater.
2: Uh, that's just thinking of the bath. the bath water, but.
0: Oh. Yeah, well, I did that, too.
1: All right. Thank you, Plague Dr. Ute, for episode one of Characters. Thank you very much to Eliezer Kramer and Jason Grimmer, his new roommate. Although, uh, please do not take anything that anyone has said in this podcast of valid medical advice. Uh, I am your host, Ian Astrakiza, and producer. I'd like to tell you all to stay home, stay safe, and stay weird.